Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. And so we know in 1948, almost after 2,000 years, now Israel is a nation. A little tiny one, but they're a nation. Not very many people, but now when you watch the news, all of these crazy people, well, these Islamic terrorists, they all want to wipe out the Jews and Israel. And we just think about in our own nation, why did they say they attacked America 9-11? They said it's because we support Israel. And so those Islamic terrorists attacked America. And then the Boston Marathon bombing, you know, a while back. And, and then most recently, we see these terrorists in Paris where they just went to a business and shot people in the daytime and shot some police officers. And then now there's raids all in Germany and Paris and France and Belgium and, and just now there's like terrorists everywhere in the world, and they say, hey, you got to watch out. Now, when you watch all of that, I don't know what you think, but if you begin to feel anxious and like, oh, no, what if some terrorists come to Idaho? Oh, what are we going to do? Well, we just need to know that Jesus said this is how it's going to be in the last days. And what did Jesus tell us to do? He said, look, you need to just focus on my plan for you. And remember, when someone asked Jesus, what's the most important thing in the whole Old Testament? Jesus said, love God with your whole heart, mind, soul, and spirit, and love your neighbor as yourself. To love people. That's what we do. We love people. Your job is to love people and forgive people. And so through our relationship with Jesus, we don't have to be sad and sorrowful about what's going to happen in the future. We don't have to worry about, oh no, what if they set off a nuclear bomb and we all die? We go to be with the Lord. See, that's what Paul was telling these new Christians, that when you view life the way God has explained it to us in his word, it helps us to look forward to whatever comes, whatever comes in the future. And to know that those of us who've been redeemed by Jesus Christ, we have a great hope. We have a great future. See, whatever comes this week, if you're really stupid and you do some dumb things, you can ask for forgiveness. He'll forgive you. And depending on how dumb it is, you might have to pay some consequences for it with the law, but he still loves you. He still forgives you, and he'll help you get back on path, on the right path. Even if you do something really bad and you need a little time out in that little place where they have bars and you go in there for a while. I mean, still, he loves you. He forgives you. And after your timeout's up, you can come out and get back on the right path. And sometimes we need a timeout. And that just happens. And so to realize that in life, wherever you're at, we have a great future. We know that if this physical body dies, that we continue to live on to be with the Lord. And we're going to see our loved ones who already went on to be with him. And Paul was saying to them, we need to understand these truths that Jesus is coming back and that we have this great hope and that we need to enjoy our life right now, every day. He doesn't want us to live in the past of our mistakes and the things we've done wrong and all the things that we should have and could have and would have done. Jesus came to forgive us of our sins, our mistakes, and when we look forward to the future, we don't have to worry about what's going to happen and will this happen or that happen, but we can know that as we have surrendered our lives to Christ as our Lord and Savior, that he's going to guide us and direct us and help us to navigate life in such a way that we experience the best kind of life we can. Now, when Jesus was explaining to his disciples, they said, tell us about the signs of the end times. They said, tell us about it. And here's what Jesus said after he gave them the whole thing, and you can read Matthew 24 on your own at home. But then Jesus said, look, here's what you need to do about it. In Matthew 24, 42, he said, watch therefore, for you do not know 
the hour that your Lord is coming. Now, we don't know exactly when Jesus is coming. And all the time, people come to me and say, Pastor Bob, I just read this book about this guy that said Jesus is coming back next Thursday. What do you think? I'm like, he's probably whacked. <laughs> like, what makes you think that? You don't even know who the guy is. Well, here's the deal. I've been a Christian a while now, and a lot of these guys have set dates, and guess what? They've all been wrong. And oh, and by the way, Jesus said in Matthew 24, 42, that you do not know the hour the Lord is coming. Now, he did say we would know the times and the seasons, but we wouldn't know the exact hour. We don't know the exact day. When Jesus said, when his disciples said, what should we do? Jesus didn't say, by guns. No, what did he say? Watch and be ready. Jesus went on to say in Matthew 24, 44, he said, therefore, you also be ready for the Son of Man is coming in an hour that you don't expect. He's saying you need to be ready that Jesus is coming. Now, what's he talking about being ready? I believe he's speaking about being ready in your relationship with God, to be ready spiritually. And I would ask you this morning, are you ready to meet your maker? Because whether you live till the rapture or whether you get in a car wreck on the way home and die, all of us are going to go be with the Lord. And are you ready? Are you ready to meet him? Do you know that your sins are forgiven? When you get to heaven and God says to you, hey, why should I let you live in heaven? Are you going to say, because I did more good stuff than bad stuff? Well, that isn't going to cut it. We know that Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, the light, and no one comes to the Father except through me. The only way to salvation is through Jesus. And so are you ready? And I believe that Jesus wants his people as Christians, he wants us to live in a state of readiness for his return. And that's why he tells us to live holy lives. We don't want to be doing things that would upset the Lord when he comes. I mean, there are things that I could think of that you could do that when the Lord comes to take the church, that I wouldn't want to be doing those things or saying those things. And so it really causes us to think about our life. And the Lord wants you to live your life, enjoying it, doing the things that he's created you to do. And when you think about the future of this world, it is getting crazy. Jesus said it would be that way. Jesus said it would get worse and worse. He said it would be in the days of Noah. And like that, people were marrying and giving and marrying, partying and being wicked. And, you know, we saw that picture that God took Noah and his family out. And I see the tribulation... In, that we read of in the book of Revelation. And if you're not familiar with it, I would encourage you to go home and read chapters 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Just read 3 or 4. You'll get the idea. I mean, it's like a lot of bad stuff coming down. And what is that? Well, it's God's wrath being poured out on this earth. In Revelation 6, 17, it tells us, the great day of his wrath has come, and who is able to stand? Now, it's going to be a bad situation for those who are experiencing his wrath. But here's the thing. God does not want anyone to perish. We know that. In Peter, it says, God doesn't want anyone to perish, but that all should come to repentance. See, God sent his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. The Lord wants you to have eternal life. The Lord wants you to have a great hope for the future. And so God doesn't want any of us to go through the tribulation period. God doesn't want anyone to go to hell. Someone said, well, why did God make hell? Well, Jesus said that hell was created for the demons. And so the only people who get to go to hell are the ones who are bent on it and really want to go there because God gives us free will. Now you're saying, Pastor Bob, who wants to go to hell? I had a lot of friends who want to go to hell. I'd say, you want to go to church? Like, I don't want to go to church. I want to go to hell. They're having a kegger down there, party, and we're singing ACDC, and whoa, you know. I'm just like, man, yeah, I don't think you understand. It's really hot. <laughs> I mean, it's like, no, we want to go there. So here's the thing. Everybody lives forever. The Bible teaches that every single person, whether you're a Christian or non-Christian, every person lives forever. It's just a matter of where. See, Jesus Christ came to cleanse you and forgive you of your sins and to account to your account righteousness that you could be in heaven with God forever through the blood of Jesus Christ, that he paid the price for your sin. He was the atonement for your sins. And the other choice is to reject the Lord. And I don't know why anybody would, would not want to receive forgiveness of their sins. Who would want to go through life bearing all the guilt? Everybody here has made mistakes. Everybody here has sinned. 
Everybody here, if you're able to think clearly, you should have some thoughts about some things you've done wrong that you regret, right? Now, God doesn't want you going through life thinking, oh, that was terrible, I did that, oh, I did that. And even as a non-Christian, I had a couple things that I'd done wrong. I mean, that I thought I'd done wrong. I'd done a lot of things wrong. And you have the opportunity today to know that you're ready to be forgiven of your sin. And, you know, as I was just thinking about the two largest religions in the world, you know what they are? Christianity and Islam. Now, I'm here to tell you today that Jesus wants to forgive you of your sins and wash your heart and make you clean and cleanse your mind and fill you with his spirit and fill you with his love and do great things in your life. Now, just imagine if today I said, hey, you know, we're that other major religion and we got six suicide packs in the back room. I need six volunteers. Who wants to come forward? We're going to sing a closing song. Come down. We got a pack for you. I mean, to me, I just think about that and I think, man, I am so thankful that God has called me to be in a relationship with him and to understand the true meaning of life. See, the Lord doesn't want us to kill ourselves or to kill other people. He wants us to experience his love and peace and joy. And that starts by being forgiven through Jesus Christ. And, you know, guilt really causes a lot of problems in people's lives. Guilt causes a lot of neurotic behaviors in people's lives. God doesn't want any of us to go through life just living in the past, all of the guilt, all of the shame, all the bad stuff of the past. He wants us to look forward to know that he's going to help us to get on the right path that he can change us from the inside out, that he can help us to begin to see life the correct way, that we can begin to experience it the way that he wants to. Now, here's the good news. You don't have to go through the tribulation. You don't have to go through that terrible time because the earth is going to get worse. You can just mark that down because the Bible tells us so. But here's the deal. Here's the good news. 1 Thessalonians 5 says this. God did not appoint us to wrath. Now, who's us? It's the Christians, those who have received Christ but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. And if you haven't obtained it, you can get it today. Who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, whether we're alive or dead, that's what that means, we should live together with him. Therefore, comfort each other and edify each other just as you were also doing. So the good news is today that God hasn't appointed you to wrath. You can invite Jesus Christ into your life today, be forgiven of your sins, and know that you can enjoy your life now, and know that when your life is over that you can have eternal life with him and so such a great offer and i would say to you today if there's any doubt in your mind about your salvation about your relationship with christ that you should make it sure today as jesus said watch and be ready i would encourage you that you can know now if you're thinking to yourself well i think so maybe now we're talking your eternal destiny and so god wants you to know for sure in fact the bible says that you can know for sure 1 John 5, 13 says this. These things I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God that you may know that you have eternal life. So you can know for sure and that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. You can know for sure that you have eternal life and you can know for sure that you're ready to meet your maker. You're ready to meet Jesus. And so if you're not sure today, I would encourage you that at the end of the service, we're gonna give an opportunity to pray and invite Jesus into your life. In fact, we can even do it right now. So uh, let's pray right now. Bow your heads with me. And if you'd like to invite Jesus into your life as your Lord and Savior, and you want to know for sure that you're ready to go, that you're going to go to heaven when your physical body gives out, you can repeat after me and pray this prayer. So uh, repeat after me if you want to invite Jesus into your life. Dear Jesus, I admit that I've made mistakes. I thank you for dying on the cross and paying for my sins. I ask you to forgive me of my sin and come into my life. In Jesus' name, amen.
Amen. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, we'd love to give you a Bible and uh, just to encourage you in your relationship with God. And if, if you need prayer this morning, whatever's going on in your life, God is waiting for you to invite him into your situation. He can do the impossible. So if you came to church today and you got some problem that you don't know how it can get fixed, invite the Lord in. What do you got to lose? I mean, see, you already know that you can't fix it because if you could, you already would have. And to invite Jesus and say, Lord, I want you to come into my life and help me with this. As you do that, he comes in and he does amazing things. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel Caldwell is now hiring full-time and part-time positions for our exciting Calvary Kids Learning Center. If you enjoy working with children from newborn through kindergarten, please give us a call at 453-9653. Positions are Monday through Friday with our availability to fit your schedule. To learn more about these exciting opportunities, please call 453-9653. We look forward to meeting with you. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on The CW, Channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you and may you have a great day. Today is the day you will